He who works all day has no time to make money. John Rockefeller. Man's time here is finite, but the influence of a man is infinite. The question is what shall we do with the daylight that remains? What's up, everyone? Uh, thanks for coming back. Uh, I want to talk to you today about how to make a passive income online. I know that's a hot topic these days um, with good reason. There's a lot of people out there making tons of money online. It's a really interesting time in, in the world right now as far as business goes, where the old way of business was, you know, there were really big gatekeepers for um, media and content and um, entertainment industries, right? But those have expanded so much and become so accessible to people like you and me that we can all use these free platforms to attract audiences and entertain people and educate people and all kinds of things that generate revenue. These were once held within the hands of a few because the technology was difficult to manage. It was hard to enter. Um, and you know, the, the options were few, but now it's like, there's a new, there's a new tech platform that's out there for free that allows you to connect with more people, make sales, affiliate sales, all those things. And, um, it's becoming more and more, uh, normal, the new, new way of business. So today I want to talk to you about a handful of ways that you can make money online. And I'm, I'm starting with passive, truly passive income, because you know that's that's a, the most attractive thing, right? Because even if it's not a large income, if it's truly passive, then uh, it's it's freeing, right? And depending on your lifestyle, you may not need to make that much passive income in order to be retired, right? Or the new rich, as they say in the uh, what four-hour work week. So number one, the first thing I want to start with is buying stocks. This is a very truly passive income. It doesn't take much time, especially if you set up a sort of an account where you're just buying like index funds or ETFs or some some already diversified account. Um, like you could just buy into something that follows the S&P 500, for example, and you could literally just send automatic deposits to a fund like that, where once you set it up, it just carries on forevermore. And the more you own, the more passive income you'll have, both from appreciation as well as dividends. Now, it's very easy entry, easy to get in. You don't have to pass any kind of IQ test, have a degree or certificate or anything. You just basically sign up for an account or go to your bank and say, I want to invest and they'll help you set it up start buying and you're in. It's also very easy to get out in most of, most types of investment funds. You can uh, basically say, I want to sell all my stocks and you, you'll be so sold and have settled funds within the week. So it's very easy. If you manage it yourself like I do, you could have your funds basically the next day, two, two three days later. So it's very easy to get in. It's easy to get out. And it has a great track history of success, right? If you look at long-term trends of the stock market, it's up 10 to 12% most years. And over the long term, 
it averages up. So it's better than cash as far as a guarantee of success, right? The downside with stocks, of course, is you need to have a ton of money in there to have a very large passive income, especially if you're talking about like dividends. If you're only relying on dividends as that income, most companies don't pay more than a one to 3% dividend. And, um, you got to have a lot of money to live off of 1%, right? So so that's the downfall, but it is truly very passive. No employees, no bosses, nobody's telling you what you can and cannot do. Not much to manage, uh, super easy. So that's my first one as far as like, if you're at a loss of what to do, just jump in, get in the stock market. It's a great, great opportunity to get some passive income. So number two, very similar would be to like buy properties, right? Real estate. You can do that all completely online. You can buy site unseen. You can get video walkthroughs, things like that. There's plenty of information provided online to make good decisions about real estate. So you could buy properties, whether they're like office space rental properties, condos or apartments, homes, things you want to Airbnb. Any of those types of properties you can buy online and you can manage them yourself online, which makes it not very passive, uh, but somewhat passive. It's it's typically passive depending on how it goes, right? Sometimes it requires you to step in and, and deal with things, right? Or you could hire a property management company, which are quite expensive, but they could manage the property for you and therefore it is almost completely passive. The upside is you can get a lot of revenue out of properties if you put enough down. Also with time, your ratio between like your mortgage that you've locked in versus the rent that you can charge, that gap should grow over time. So you should get more and more revenue over time with that type of a thing. And then also it appreciates in value. So if you ever sell one day, you've gained an appreciation that way. So it's kind of a income. It's not a monthly income, but it's a one-time income down the road, right? So the, the downside with real estate is it's a little more difficult to get in, slower to get in, slower to get out, takes quite a bit of money up front. Um, but you can, you can generate a lot of revenue off of it. So it's got its ups and downs. Number three, buy a business online. Now, this has a huge range of what it could and could not do as far as performance, right? It also has no guarantee for success. Real estate, I think I forgot to mention, has a really good track record for success. Businesses, however, we've all heard the statistics, right? It's like, 80% of businesses go fail within two years or whatever, right? There's, I mean, there are a lot of um, variables with businesses. And, and when I'm trying to generalize it like I am right now, there are even more variables, right? So I could, there's no way for me to calculate it. But to buy a business, you got to do your due diligence, take your time, make sure you're getting uh, what you think you're getting. I know, personally know some people that have bought into businesses and lost tons of money, millions of dollars, because they didn't get what they thought they were getting. So you got to do your due diligence and uh, don't just buy on trust, right? Yeah, but also high risk could be high reward, depends on the revenue of the business, the profitability, your ability to market and take the business to a new level. Um, difficult to enter, slow to enter, difficult to exit, 
slow to exit and um, no guarantee for success. So those are, those are um, kind of the analysis there. So buy a business at your own risk. The fourth thing that is probably more what you're here for is a big category of online, you know, marketing sponsorships and uh, advertisement. So you're making sales, you're advertising for someone else. You have a sponsor that sponsors your blog, podcast, YouTube channel, whatever, right? There are a lot of ways online to get into these tons of platforms and more coming all the time, right? Some of the most well-known and easy ones to get into are start a YouTube channel, right? We all know somebody that makes a lot of money on YouTube. And um, basically, if you can entertain people or educate people, provide them some sort of service uh, via, you know, verbal or, or visual communication, if you stick to it, eventually you'll get to a point where you make money on it. Now, with any of those industries, online or like entertainment or education, it doesn't matter what you're into. There are at least a million other people out there that want to connect with you on that specific topic. So consistency, try to make the best content you can. Eventually, it'll turn into revenue. YouTube allows you to either put affiliate, you can place affiliate sales within your videos, or you can simply create videos. And eventually, once you hit the threshold, you can turn on the advertising. They'll play ads for you, you know, at various times in your videos, and you'll get a percentage of that revenue. So that's the, that's one of the easiest sort of like done for you um, business models, but you have to create the content, right? Similar with a blog or website, um, you can put advertisements right on there and sell, or you can create your own products and sell your own stuff. Um, Podcasting falls very much into that same category. Typically with podcasts, though, you need to seek out sponsors. Several companies make uh, affiliate sales available to you. Literally, you can, I mean, your your podcast host probably has a sponsor. So I use Buzzsprout and when I signed up, they basically gave me an affiliate link. And if I, you know, get people to sign up for Buzzsprout, they pay me, right? So it's that easy to get affiliate links. Now, if you really want to make some money, you've got to grow your audience to the point that, you know, someone's willing to pay for your airtime. And um, you ca- you'll probably have to seek out those sponsorships. As you get those sponsorships, they might pay you a certain amount to place an ad before or in the middle or at the end of each of your episodes. And you just incorporate that into your show and uh, you get you get paid accordingly. So more of like a contract type rate. So blog, website, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media platforms, you can pretty much turn those into affiliate sales platforms. A lot of people make a lot of money on affiliate sales, but more people that try never make any money. So these kinds of things really require either large marketing campaigns where you can fund a lot of, you know, advertising through these platforms, or you already have a large audience that you can sell. There was a pretty cool article that became semi-famous on the internet a while back, several years ago, and it was 
something to the, I think it was called a thousand true fans. It might be something deeper than that, but the idea of the article is a thousand true fans. A true fan is defined as somebody that will spend, that will buy your, your stuff, your music, your art, your clothes, your, whatever it is that you create, your fans will buy it, right? If you can get a thousand people to spend a hundred dollars a year on you, your content, that's a hundred thousand dollars a year. So you really don't need as big an audience as you may have thought previously. If you could just get a thousand people to spend a hundred dollars, it's a hundred grand a year. That's a good job. Um, so you need to be at a level where you can at least sell something like that, right? In order to make decent money, if you're looking to be a full time, you know, online entrepreneur. Um, another way to look at it is if you've got a, you know, if you can get two, three, four, five hundred thousand followers, can you get one or two or three? percent of your followers to purchase something. And then of course, times that by the price of your products, right? Whether it's your own product that you've created or an affiliate product that you're selling for another company. One way to level up your income on uh, online for above the affiliate sales. When you're doing affiliate sales, you're only making a percentage of that sale. If you can create your own online product, something that's cheap like a PDF or a video set that, that you can simply send to your clients automatically, once you've created it, it doesn't cost you more money to create that product over and over because it's simply a digital product. So cost of your, your front-end cost for creating the product Maybe something in there, depending on what kind of product you have, but over time, it's basically free to deliver and you can make tons and tons of money because you get to keep all the profit. So definitely a way that people make huge money. Just think of this for a minute. Let's, let's, let's play out this scenario. If you could get, you know, 400,000 followers, which is a big audience, but if you could get 0.02, of those people, that's 8,000 people to purchase a product, let's say your product costs, you know, $67, whatever, it's random. That's $536,000 that you just made. You could do that on one webinar if you've got a good product and you have a solid following, right? So there are really big earnings for some of these people that are able to sell their own products in, in an audience that, that's growing. If you do have an audience, a really good idea is to create some sort of like inner circle group where people pay a monthly fee to have access to you and your kind of your people, right? Those that are most intense of your group. And um, from what I understand, about 1% of people's followers are typically in those types of groups. Once again, don't overlook that. Let's let's just say you have a hundred thousand followers, right? One well, one percent's a thousand, obviously, but say they pay fifty dollars a month. That's fifty grand a month that they're paying to be a part of some inner circle, right? I mean, if they pay five bucks a month, that's still great money, right? Um, so that's another way to scale up your your online income. So what are some of these products people are making? 
it could be as simple as a PDF that you send out, like an ebook kind of thing. So there's legitimate ebooks that you can sell on Amazon. You can sell for your sell yourself through, um, you know, Instagram, YouTube, your website, whatever. You can sell them on all kinds of bookstore platforms. Uh, you could create an audiobook, so another version of it, maybe upsell it a little bit. You could create an online course where there's interactive things as well as um, digital downloads. You could create uh, a course that's still online, but completely video content, right? So they have access to secret videos that are not in the public domains. You could monetize your photos if you're a photographer or something. You could build an app. Once the app's created, sure, a little bit of upfront cost, but once it's created, marketing and downloads could continue forever. And then if there's in-app in purchases or advertisements, that's passive income as people use the app, share the app, et cetera, right? So there are tons of ways to make money through this whole domain that includes, you know, marketing for other people, marketing for yourselves, getting sponsorships for entertainment platforms or educational platforms, selling your own products. Uh, and the options continue to just grow and grow and grow. So I think everyone should get in on it. If you've got a talent or an interest in something, there's a group of people out there willing to pay attention and give you their time, which then if you have eyeballs, you can you can monetize it. Any way that you can get eyeballs, you can monetize it. So the problem with some of these things that I just explained, they're not all that passive. Many of them are not. Once you grow it large enough, like say you're a YouTuber or, or a podcaster, you could probably pull the plug on, on it to a degree and all your past content could continue to make money. But uh, as you get less active on most social media platforms, you start to take a dive in the rankings. And so you can't be completely passive on a lot of these things. Some of them you can, if you somehow get lucky or find your niche, you could create these passive like marketing campaigns that target the right audiences. They sell to those audiences and you kind of just recycle the, the process until it dies. But many of them require, um, you know, at least, at least a certain amount of effort. Anyway, I hope this helped expand your kind of perspective on what is truly a passive income and options for you. And uh, I would suggest at least starting to dabble with the stocks, <clears throat> get started on some content creation and work on the two of those until you're ready to scale it up. Anyway, thanks for watching guys. We'll take, we'll catch you on the next one. Hey, thanks for listening to the entire episode. As a token of gratitude, I want to give you a discount on my book, Ingrained. Head over to bronsonwilkes.com store and download Ingrained for less than a dollar with the coupon code GOALS, G-O-A-L-S.